Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. What's up, guys? This is Mike. I'm alone right now, but it doesn't mean I'll be alone this whole episode. Just wanted to tell you that we did have a fantastic interview with uh, Chase, or Matt, as he goes by about Southampton. Um, We planned to release this episode, but we had a little bit of technical difficulties and we lost the episode. But have no fear, we are having him back on. Uh, And luckily today, this morning, we were able to talk to our old friend Chris from uh, Wolverhampton. Um, He tells us what his expectations are for the season. I should say he's from Ohio. He is a Wolverhampton Wanderers fan. And he's our resident expert. We had him on last year, but he he comes on and talks talks wolves. So uh, let's get into it. And just a little disclaimer: this is a Google Voice call, so the quality is not as good as you're used to hearing here on Rooster and the Devil. But I think it's uh, plenty good, and we're happy to have the expertise. So here we are. All right, what's up, Chris? Not much. Uh, welcome back to. Rooster and the Devil. Can you believe we are, what, 17 days away from the Perrin coming back at this point? Uh, I can believe it, but I'm kind of nail-biting right now because my team hasn't really signed anybody new yet. But other than that, I'm waiting for it to start. My team's actually got Europa League uh, qualifiers on tomorrow, so my season's starting a lot earlier than, than everybody else's. And that's perfect. I want to get right into that. I saw that Wolves have a Europa League qualifying game tomorrow. Tell us about the matchup. Right. Well, it's against Crusaders, who are from Northern Ireland. We uh two legs. We play at Wolves first, then we play Northern Ireland next Thursday. If we beat them over the, you know, with an aggregate score, which, which, which I think we will, we'll either fly to Czech, uh, the Czech Republic to play Jablonic, we're going to play, fly all the way to Armenia, play a team called Punic. Then we play uh, uh, a home and away league uh, games there. And then after that, we have another playoff round. And then after that, if we win that round, we'll be in the uh, group stage proper. Gotcha. All right. Sounds like a lot of winning. Yeah. Well, as long as we get our aggregate scores, well, we should be fine. It's like the first time Wolves have been in Europe in 40 years, too. That's amazing. How do you feel about that? And, and let's remind well, the listeners, because we had you on earlier in the year, to just remind us a brief history of your Wolves fandom. Well, um, I started in uh, 2003 when they uh, were in the old First Division playoffs, which was which is now the championship. First, They were already up 3-0. I caught the latter half of the game, first time I've ever seen a penalty save. Actually, it's against uh, New Boys, Sheffield United. And first time I ever saw a penalty save, and I've been a fan of them ever since. Beautiful. Yes, so tell us what it's like to see them in the Europa League. Well, since I wasn't old enough to remember that when they were in last time, uh, it's 
brand new feeling. I've been all over Twitter and everyone's freaking out because, you know, it's the first time they got to see him. Like most of their parents are telling about them, how they were, you know, they were in there a lot in the seventies and part of the sixties. And then, you know, they were the top side back in the fifties and they're the reason why we actually have European, uh, tournaments now too. Right. So, uh, one thing I e- emailed you about the Europa League was, you know, I think it was Burnley last year who had made Europa League qualifying, and then they took a step down, you know, in terms of the Premier League itself. Is there any worry for for you, especially since you haven't signed somebody, that your squad may get worn down a bit? Uh, and do you think that they are placing maximum effort on Europa League? Um, it has me a little bit worried, but um, I thought uh, we'd actually exceeded my expectations last season, but... Also with Burnley, to me, they uh, didn't sign enough sign enough quality from last season. Wolves, I think Juno has a set eleven. He was, I think, he was just going to sign some additions to what he has now. You know, to uh, to spread around. You know, ro- 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 to rotate a squad, maybe have a different piece here and there, depending on who we're go- going against. Um, I think he's going to use a lot of the uh, youngsters because he took a bunch of them to. Uh, the PL and Asian Trophy, uh, he played a bunch bunch of them there, but I don't see us pulling a Burnley, but I think we might split down the table a tiny bit if we don't add any more quality to the squad, but I thought we, I had no idea we were going to get seventh last season. I thought we at least solid ten, maybe. Sure. So then, are there any rumors right now that you think have some merit in uh, there's for, a for billion wolves. rumors with there's a billion rumors with wolves, but I don't. Some of them I don't see going on. We had a link with uh, Patrick Coutone from uh, AC Milan, but I don't think he wants to come to us. He wants to stay at AC Milan. We got one with uh, Ruben Diaz out of Benfica, but they're uh, Benfica want way too much money. Uh, there's a couple other rumors I see coming in. I'm like, we don't need to be spending thirty, forty million on a certain players. I'm like. To me, we just need a couple of backups, maybe a different addition, maybe somebody just sure. something different. Depth. I mean, is, what position do you need to improve the most, in your opinion? To me, actually, it would be a, at least a, an attacking midfielder who knows how to break teams down. Because when Wolves are in possession, we actually don't do as well. We're better on counterattacking other teams because, you know, once you get them out, out of the position, our, my uh, Wolves have pace to get back and actually wreck, 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 wreck teams on the counter. Because the second game I went to last year was against Brighton Hove Albion. I'm like, we did everything but score. We just couldn't break them down because everyone was sitting back. We need a guy who can actually spread the other team out and then get somebody in to score. And then after that, we need at least another striker to take the load off of Jota and uh, Jimenez and maybe a couple of center backs just to uh, – Sure, if in case someone gets in and injured next season. Sure. I mean, you guys, it'll be a very interesting season for Wolves. You were so good last year. You have to be uh, tickled pink about that. But it's just amazing uh, we to watch, especially against the top six. We are great against the top six. So I bet the other thing I was going to say is we need to shore up our uh, play uh, against the, uh, I want to say, air quotes, the uh, bottom ten sides, just like we, uh, yeah, we got four points off of Chelsea, Man U, Arsenal, but 
but we uh, got zero points off a of, uh, last place team, Huddersfield. Two of their wins were against Wolves. Dang. We just got to play better against the uh, teams that sit sit 11 behind the ball. Sure. And actually, Spurs had a problem with that a little bit last year as well. Any team that parked yeah. the bus, it was uh, it was a nail-biter to the end. Yeah. So you mentioned no new transfers at this point. Are there any guys in no, the development there's squad? There's no top, like, you know, first team. There's a couple of ends for the academy, but I think they won't feature really much this year, maybe one or two. But I think they've already the two that are, that will probably feature this year have already been there for a while. Would be uh, Max Kilman. He's a uh, will probably play at least a center back, and then we have a younger kid named Deion Sanderson. He'll play uh, right wing wing back. Yeah, they both of them actually came on for the uh, I what I saw was they were in the uh, final of the uh, PL and Asia Trophy. They actually played pretty well. Sweet, nice. You never know, too, with injuries and uh, Europa League. They might get more run than uh, than, norm- than a normal yeah. year. Yeah, they would. I actually have another uh, backup player, Ruben Ben-Agre, who uh, actually just signed a uh, contract extension in 2024. I think he'll be the best left wing back in the league in the future. Ooh. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to show you a link. He uh, actually, uh, it's more of an NFL move where they, uh, you know, the, the, the spin, actually the spin sure. move on a, a Manchester, the spin move on a Manchester City player in the uh, PL and Asia Trophy final. I'll have to send them to you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. tweet, tweet at us. We'll uh, we'll definitely retweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So, are there any players that left the squad that you'll? That you'll miss? Well, uh, the only big ones is Helder Coster, who went to Leeds, and then Ivan Cavalier, who went to Fulham. I'll miss them both, but we really haven't got – Costa hasn't been the same since he got injured a couple of seasons ago. He's shown sparks, but I think since he got injured, he's not doing his extra effort. And then Ivan Cavalier, I'll actually miss him a little bit more because he was the first player to score a Wolves goal while I was actually at the stadium and watching it, it live. That was against the South South Pampton last last season when they won uh Wolves won two nil. But other than that, Wolves won't miss them too much since we changed our formation. We don't play wingers anymore. We play more wing wing backs. Hmm. Interesting. So what does that look like uh formation wise? Uh five in the back? Is, it's a hybrid of three two 3-2, with the wing backs being the first two, or it's uh, 5-3-2, depending on if they're attacking or they're, or easy, 3-4-3, three, three, or how do I say it, 3-5-2 or 5-3-2, uh, depending on if they're attacking or defending. Interesting, gotcha. Basically, That's the, wing cool. backs go in the, the wing backs go in the midfield versus when they're defending their back to defending. Sure. I do love that wingback position, so we'll look out for him. What was his name one more time? Ruben Vinagre, B-I-N-G-R-E. Just think of similar to Vinegar, only the E-N-R switched around. <laughs> Got it. All right, so what are your expectations for Wolves this year? Uh, league-wise, I'm going to say at least top 10. 
that's that's usually a given. Uh, you're with Europa League. I at least want to make it first, and then if you get there, just get out of the group stage, and then it's I'll be happy with getting out of the group stage at least into the knockout knockout round. Is there any? Is that on ESPN Plus? That qualifying? Uh, qualifying is not. I have to find a dodgy stream tomorrow to watch it. It's on in the UK. I might have one of my buddies FaceTime it to me. But uh, interesting. I have to out nowhere to, to figure. I wonder if uh, Reddit. They might populate it sometime tomorrow because a lot of the stuff I look on uh, LiveSoccer.tv or LiveSoccerTV.com. They usually show who's who's showing what. You know, legit wise, it might have something tomorrow, and it might not. But I think on proper, it might be on ESPN Plus. Cool. All right. Well, I would definitely like to pay attention, especially a two-legged battle. That sounds amazing. And of course, yeah. I'm rooting for you to make it to the group stage. Come on, Thank you, you got it. Yeah. So I was rooting for, rooting for Spurs in the Champions League final. Oh, thank you. Too well, bad. Well, yeah, uh, uh, never cool to make it. I'm not. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, and Man City were the only uh, clubs to actually beat all four finalists from the Europa League final and the Champions League final. Ooh, that's a great stat. So, do you think they have any chance at playing up and, and jumping into the top six? There's a chance um, if you can play. Oh, Similar to how we did last season and upset, you know, upset a little bit of everybody. But we just got to keep what we were playing against the top six and then actually work on getting points with the teams that are scrapping for points. We should, we could make top six. I see Chelsea having a down year this year since they don't have any new wins coming because of their transfer ban. Arsenal and Noel might slip up this season. Man, you might slip up, uh, up again this season. I don't see, uh, Liverpool or Man City slipping up, even Spurs. So I don't see Spurs slipping up, so that'll be the top three right there. So the possibility maybe get maybe get top four, but it all depends sure. on injuries. If you if you get any new players in, new better players, and then we just got to keep injuries to a minimum and keep fatigue to a minimum. But with Europa League, it might be difficult. But Wolves uh, are um, our supporters. Disappointed with the off season in general. From what I've seen, everyone's starting to freak out. Even though there was a press conference today, he said you know, he just, uh, Nuno said it, you know, business as usual. He expects a normal transfer transfer stuff to go through. It's just with the uh, tournaments going on, you can't really you know sign much anybody. Everyone's you know on holiday probably still. But I think a lot of people are getting a little antsy with it since it's going up to the last couple of weeks of the. Transfer window. I actually got kind of mad that they uh, moved it to be uh, moved the transfer deadline day into right right before the beginning of the season. I wish they would have kept it to uh, end the end of August. Yeah, yeah, that's an that's an interesting change. Um, I had two I mean, questions. One, go for it. For that. I, I also understand why they did it that way because they don't want uh, players to have to be looking around the corner in case someone else wants them because, you know, the managers want to keep their preparations, you know, on schedule. You know, someone has their neck turned to a different way. They're not going to keep focus on what the manager wants them to do. But also with Wolves, uh, Wolves are used to playing Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, even though it's going to be Thursday, Sunday with the 
Europa League, but most of the core players that are there now at Wolves played in the championship, and there's 46 games there already, plus all the uh, cup games, too. So they're used to playing a couple more games. We just got to keep the fatigue down. Sure, especially if you make those uh, English football championship playoffs, then you got even more games. Yeah, a couple more games, but it's at the end of the season, so it's not too sure. bad. Sure. Um, so I had a question. What do you think about Leicester in their off season? Do you think that you know they took strides for an off season? They're the only yep. team I see that's uh, challenging, challenge for top top six, top four. I saw Everton sign somebody today. I can't remember who, but I think they'll they'll be challenging for them too. I think it's going to be the usual top six if no one breaks in, and it's going to be Wolves, Everton, Watford, and Leicester City, the next four, and then sure. everybody else. Yeah, I think – I mean, it seems like that's the way it's going to be. But, did, I you mean, see, uh, did you see Raul's goal in the Gold Cup? There, he had, no, he had a no, sick uh, pass. He had a back heel assist for the Gold Cup final, but I was actually yes. sleeping because sleeping because I had had to work work the next day. But I saw the the highlight of, of the go the sick pass. Now if he can dirty, do that, and, uh, yeah. or say if we're gonna talk about wolves, you don't say dirty, you say filthy. Filthy. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's uh, one of the guys that uh, does the. Uh, Forecasting for the, the sports writing over here, over in uh, England for expressing stars, use the term filthy for any time they see something like that. Perfect. Filthy. Filthy it is. Yes. Um, so you went on two trips to see Wolves last year. Do you have any trips planned for this year? Not this year. Oh, I had one planned earlier this year, but it was for last season, but I probably won't be going back till the latter half of next season because i got to save my money up, up, up again for it, but it'll probably be in uh, March or April next next year, but this season, though. Sweet. Did you see uh, our Brad, the other rooster on the podcast, went to – he did actually get tickets to the Tottenham game yeah, after I, all. I so that. You inspired him, though. You really did. Well, you heard your story. Good. Yep. Did he get so, a fire fish and chips while he was over there? Oh, I'm sure he did. Okay. He, uh, yeah. I forget which game he went to, honestly, but they lost. He was, uh, yeah, the yeah, 1-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Brighton. Yeah. But, yeah, it is what it is. Is there uh, any final thoughts for this season? Oh, I just, uh, other than, uh, I wish our home kit would have looked better. Uh, other than that, not, not, not really. Well, are you ready to start another, uh, English Premier League season? I know I'm very excited. Yes, I am. I am, um, I, uh, I'm actually more excited about the, uh, what, uh, shows, uh, NBC Sports has to offer on their online. I'm kind of, uh, missed that they upped the price, but, we're getting a couple more shows to to watch on there, though. Yeah, and I, I do. They do a pretty good job if you can get any game you want on that thing, which is really nice. Yeah, 
there's I saw the cheaper one is if you want to watch the games live but you can't watch any replays. But that's you know if you're playing it and you know add certain pub you don't really want to watch the replay. But I also saw the uh, they're giving you a discount if you had it last season, but you get all the games, replays, and then a couple more shows. And then since NBC bought out Sky Sports, you actually get their version of what we would call ESPN News. But you, it's, I actually missed that when it was on Fox because you actually get their perspective from it too. Nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Thank you so much for jumping on the pod again. Um, we are we are happy to have you on anytime the Wolves play Tottenham or Man U this season. So we'd Not expect you to jump on about about four times. Right. Well, yeah. Well, unlike last season, that yeah, we played you played what Man U and the extra time when the uh, FA Cup too. Yes. Yeah, we could see you there too. All right, uh, yeah, that was Chris, the resident expert. Definitely follow him on Twitter. His handle is at WWFCOhio. And he's also affiliated with the Wolves fan group, um, co-founder of Wolves USA on Facebook. So their handle is at WWFCUSA. All right, cool. So... I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that Brad and I did a Southampton episode in which we lost some audio, Um, but Brad and I did catch up after the episode to give you a normal Rooster and the Devil look. Uh, You'll hear, it'll be a teaser for the Southampton episode because we talk about it a little bit, Um, the one that we'll have to re-record, but uh, it should be a nice little teaser, and I'm really sad that we lost it because it was a perfect, wonderful conversation, Um, but whatever. It's gone. Here's the second part right Checked now. Checked it. All right. So not, not entirely brain dead, just partially. All right, Brad. So we just had Matt or Chase, whichever. His first name is Chase. He goes by Matt. Talk about Southampton. What were your reactions? My reactions were as follows, Mike. <laughs> no, I, uh, I really enjoyed hearing about... A little bit. <laughs> I, I could just roll like that, that fake newscaster voice for like a minute here. Oh, I, I could do it. I could do it as well. So I liked, uh, it, it's just good to get perspectives on a non-top six team, I think. You know, we talked about the fact, we do tend to focus on the top six. We certainly reference the relegation battle throughout the year, but um, hearing about the culture and the development of another club, you have to appreciate these clubs. Uh, the Premier League is not, I know that everyone... You know, for clicks and media, you're paying attention to the top, the top six and the top clubs. But these are some quality clubs. And to hear the history, where they've been, obviously seeing top, uh, Southampton finish in the top ten a couple of times, they're relevant. Um, and, and even if they're, you know, develop, only spent development since, players in some cases, it's since awesome. Since the start of the Premier League, they've only spent seven seasons out of it. Did you know that? That's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. So you got this culture there. On the South Coast, and uh, you know it, it's impressive to see, and I think maybe maybe it brings a couple people in to be more willing to watch a match, right? When you see Southampton on the schedule, maybe your your team's playing at ten a.m. You get up early, check out a Southampton. I'd love game, to see know? Spurs um, away at Southampton. I'm almost more excited to see them like around than I am. Of course, you want to go to New White Hart Lane, and that experience is just the first one that I would seek. But of course. 
to see these smaller stadiums in different parts of England is so intriguing to me. Me too. Me too. I'd love a, a you know, 2025 soccer trip, take two huh. weeks and hit up a bunch of if, games. If we're still doing the podcast um, in yeah. 2025, I would have a hard time believing that we didn't take a trip as a podcast family by that That'd point. That would be pretty sick. Absolutely. What were your impressions, Michael? What did you like? Uh, obviously the same things that you said. I am excited to actually listen back to the episode and write down the player names and Google them. I... Really enjoy hearing about new players and especially someone that watches the team a lot. I don't watch a lot of Southampton. I'm very interested in soccer. I catch them when I can, but my focus, my Premier League fanship dedication is making sure I watch as many Tottenham games as I can. And with family life and all that, you can't watch all the games, but I love all the games. I love Southampton when I catch them. So to hear his perspective and how he came to be a Southampton fan and his love of the team and his love of the stadium and the supporter groups reaching out and his supporter group. It's all, it's all beautiful stuff. And I hope I sometimes worry. This is what worried me in the off season of, of the premier league is that I've started fandom in basketball. And then I got super excited about football and I am scared a little bit that I'll fall out of love with soccer, but I don't know, I've just never been in, in interested in love stories, sports love stories as I am in, in the one so- like soccer in Southampton, for example. I don't know. It's just I'm there with you. I've I've not got as deep uh with with and that's the other thing we talked about this week and we had a bachelor party in Pittsburgh, uh shout out Pittsburgh. Uh, and Matt no this weekend. And Art, at, if at Art no said he'd listen, he's going to be on the end of this episode. You'll get to listen to Art. Art is going to have a little snippet. At the bachelor party. We got a little rooster in the devil. I'm sure we were drunk. Yep. Uh, we were not sober, but we had a great time. Um, but we talked about the fact that we get into this. Just There are more levels to European football, and it really it really is fascinating. And you can dive so deep here. And we, we've only scratched the surface, so I think we're excited to keep – Keep diving in, especially with the new season coming up. And, uh, yeah, great interview. So, yeah. Good stuff. It was. So shout out to him, and he'll be back. And uh, if you Absolutely. have a team that you follow that we have not talked about here in Rooster and the Devil, add us, at Rooster Devil on Twitter. Love to have you on. All right. All right, Michael. Yeah, I, so what do you want to catch up on uh, while we got a little have, time left here? I wrote one note down when we were talking in between the interview and our little conversation, and the note says... Tyler Adams, RB Leipzig jersey. Okay? We're going to come up with a little wager where the the winner of this wager buys a Tyler Adams, RB Leipzig jersey for the other. What do you say? Depends on the wager. I don't know. I think we, we have to talk through what a fair wager would be, and it has to be Spurs-related. It can be season-long. So what do we disagree on when it comes to Spurs? That's a good question. Or am I just like a little Brad disciple? Yeah, no, so here's the thing, right? We've got the transfer window. We could bet on things related to that. We could bet on the season finish. That might be the Um, best thing to do, season finish. We could bet on Champions League progression. That's fun. That's very fun. We could also bet on uh, Bundesliga. We could bet on Tyler Adams' stats. I don't know the Bundesliga well enough to wager a $90 jersey. If we bet against them. I'm not going to bet against Tyler not Adams because he's a U.S. player. Shut up. Shut up. Someone would be. Yeah. 
Shut up with your logic, well, you Or we could ass. bet against the devil. We could bet, uh, you know, some nasty Manchester United stuff, which would be kind of fun. We could just do something easy, like I bet you Spurs will finish ahead of United. And then, yeah, us versus Jimmy for the Tyler Adams jersey. Yeah, that's not fair, though. We'll have to think about that. Let's mull that okay. over. Let's come up with a good wager, and we'll get back to you, Rooster and the Devil supporters. Okay. Thank you. All right, so how about updates-wise, right? We've got uh, – I love that idea, by the way. And it'll be a – I want the jersey. I know. I, I want mean, the jersey. I'm going to lose intentionally. Exactly. So. And, and it's a jersey All that right. – Yeah, Yeah, because I'm not going to buy it myself, but I will buy it for a contest. And if I win I like it, that. then I will love it. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, so it could be a jersey we've shirt. got – how. How long do we have, Michael, until the Premier League season starts? Uh, 18 days. He knows the number. 18 <laughs> freaking days. That's inside of two weeks. That's three business weeks. It is coming up, and we are going to be coming. It's so close. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. And what are you excited about? What do you, how about we just do a quick Spurs window? Give me 30 seconds of what do you want to see to happen the rest of the window to consider a successor? Maybe you already do. I mean, there's just so many rumors flying around that I'm just on the internet, on uh, Reddit. Come on, you Spurs, C-O-Y-S. Just looking at every rumor and just being like, oh, ooh, ooh, what's that? Oh, oh, oh yeah, it would be nice. Don't feed the beast. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, I do. Jimmy calls it the silly season, and it really has been. It has been, especially be, you touched on on it last episode of how exciting and important of a window it is for for the Spurs, and to see the figures that are flying around that they might spend is very exciting, very exciting. So, who's left? Uh, La Celso, <laughs> is that his name? Yes, Giovanni La Celso, GLC. So they're offering how much for him, and what does he do? Uh, Betis wanted Betis, Real Betis. Uh, they wanted uh, 65, 70 mil, and Levy's a psycho, and apparently got him down to 50. But are uh, we giving up players in that, that deal? No. Nothing. No, that's straight up. And So now, this is all bullshit. Let's just get that <laughs> out of the way. It's all bullshit. Uh, it really is. So, but, oh, fine, I'll play along. So apparently, Lasalso fifty mil, and apparently Sessegnon. Ryan Sessegnon for twenty mil, twenty five mil. I heard and there might be players. Be, that'll be returning players. Yes. Yeah, and Kudu going down else. for sure. And so, so I'll tell you what: I will flip the mother effing f out if we get those two players and keep Erickson. And Toby. this guy is reporting Toby's back, that they're going to keep Erickson and have Lo Celso. Michael, Aldevera, please next season. watch YouTube Lo Celso. You will I've freak out. You will yes. freak out with the touches. And then, yeah, if we keep Toby. And now I heard today, Maniac Levy, it expires on Friday. His uh, his transfer release clause of twenty five yep. mil because they put in a two week window. They require and 50 million. Levy is going to immediately won't require fifty. It's so I know. great. It's so great. So I think he's going to stay. I think Erickson is going to stay, and I think we're going to get a little Celso and Sessegnon, and we're going to win the fucking yes, league. It's a great year to take a fucking stab keeping Toby Alderweireld and Erickson. It's a great year to fucking take a stab at everything. The Spurs are going to let's gonna go be win good. the league. Oh, man. But I don't like that. See, now I have to come back okay, down. You're right. i got to come you're back right. down. I have to come back down. i got to say, look, we got Dembele. He's a freak. He had an assist yeah. with his first pass. He looked amazing <gasps> in, like, 30 minutes. Lucas. 
again. It's gnarly. Oh. It was gnarly. Oh, and we beat Juventus so on a excited. freaking Harry Kane bomb. Oh, we haven't even talked about that. What an unbelievable touch by Harry. Just He didn't even take a touch. That and was you know his what touch. the best part of that was? was? Adrian yeah. Ribeau. Delict. Who, to- oh, Ribeiro, who yeah. told us that he that he was too good for Tottenham was the one that just gifted that goal. It's it's beautiful. It's just, oh. And Lucas scored against Delict again, just like yes. the Champions League semifinal. Yes. Suck it, Delict. Delict my and balls. And that was off of just a perfectly weighted, perfect vision ball from mm. Endon Belly. What did I say about was, him that was going to be different? I hope that I hope that wasn't a fluke, but that was his first touch. It's amazing. Could be very good, but we have to keep in mind this is the silly season, and we may not get anyone more. And I know you're excited and you're salivating uh, audibly, uh, but we have to keep things in perspective. Is all I'm saying. So I'd, I'd like one more signing, one more solid signing, and I'll be happy if we get those two. And we keep Erickson and Elder Verald, I will be freaking out. Hard. But if they sold Erickson, I would not be that sad still. Yeah, if we get Los Celso. If we get yes. Los Celso. And here's the other thing is they just purchased a midfielder that clears him to I, leave. Yes. It just went that. through yesterday. I've been following all those yeah. rumors. And yeah, actually, it's the, annoying the rumors, though. we got to stop paying attention to that. The rumors are a little more solid at this point in the transfer window, though. I don't want to, I'll believe, same with Dembele, I'll believe it when I see it, and I'm going to just keep my head down and, and look forward to the new And uh, Janssen, happy trails. Good luck in Mexico. Happy trails, thick Vic. Happy He's trails, going to man. Liga MX. Who would have seen that coming? And we got some cash. Yeah. Yeah, we got some cash. Good job, Levy. He's not distracted by the stadium. He's back to Isn't wheeling and dealing, baby. is it weird that he's baby. playing in Liga MX, though? I'll, Good for I, we should keep MX. tabs on him this year. Yeah, yeah we should keep tabs. We should tabs keep on him. tabs. And I'm actually, I, I have made a point to mentally keep more mind attention to Liga MX. It's good. It is good. It's good. It's better than. MLS. All right. How about how about uh, anything else that you've noticed, Michael, with regard to transfers or just heading into the year? We have VAR. I know that makes me sad. This year. I, th- I think we should wait for Jimmy. For the devil sure. to talk about VAR um, in depth, but like, what else are you looking forward to or noticed recently heading into now only two and a half weeks to go? Um, I mean, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say we were paying a little attention to International Champions Cup. I know I am. We just talked about that goal. I have not watched it live yet, but it is on ESPN Plus, and I don't know. There's, it's more exciting than I thought. Harry Kane still played. Lucas was out there, and then Belly was out there. Like, all right, you know the squad is pretty well put together for that game. So kind of a fun. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how the rest of the champion international champions cup plays out. Is there knockout rounds? I have no idea. But I mean, Bayern Munich is playing somebody right now as we speak. Twenty third minute. So yeah, they play a couple of games, and then Milan. the top. Uh, the top four, I think, play the semifinal, and then they play the final. So it's like it's like five games it's max still preseason. Total for a squad. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. Yeah, the, the squad they, you know, they're trying to put the squad together and fun yeah. games. Yeah, absolutely, it is fun. And then also, you saw some senior debuts for some young players, in particular for Spurs. Um, the one I want to point out, yeah, is Troy Parrott. Um, <laughs> he looked really good. 
And we're looked, excited for Troy, Troy the Parrot because he looked okay out there. And they, the interview that he gave afterwards, like, they're going, you're going against Juventus. I mean, he's like, yeah, it was crazy yeah. out there. But once you get across... Once you get across the line, you just got to play it like any yeah, other game. Yeah, but then the uh, the interviewer pointed out, he's like, yeah, you just have Buffon to beat, and that blue... Just Buffon he, to it beat. It blew his mind. He, Troy Parrott was just like... It did. It did. Well, when you put it that way, that's, you know... <laughs> surreal. <laughs> surreal. He said it was surreal, yeah, it is. And then who's the it's other youngster there that got his debut? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what his name is. He has a really complicated he name. He probably won't um, be in the squad. Probably Troy not. Troy Parrott will probably um, play FA Cup games, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, he probably he, that's probably what he'll end up doing. Um, but I, I think he's going to actually be... Featured in the Prem? Yeah, I think I think he'll be a little bit in the Prem. And you look at uh, Urente, what's his deal? Are we going to give him a, a year contract My, or what? I mean, Troy could, could provide some not? depth. Yeah. Maybe. Only, it's, he's only 17, though. Oh, Troy? Yeah, FA seventeen Cup years games. old from Ireland. Oh, maybe I don't know. He'll probably throw him into some some prem games. You still got Oliver Skip too, who Depends. maybe didn't stand out as much, but still had a uh, you know pretty pretty good. Tr- Troy match. Parrott is a number nine. Sticking out, he's a he's a nine. He is yes yes. That's the way they're using him right now. Um, I I don't know if they would look to change it at all, but yeah. It's encouraging. It, and the other one was uh, Jafet Tangana, Tanganga. Um, and he's a defender. And he's like, they're like, yeah, you're going against Ronaldo. How did you find it? And he's like, I found it very difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. Very difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was a challenge. And uh, like Troy said, once you get it across the lines, you're just playing football. That's how he ended it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right, Michael, so how about a rant to wrap things up here on Rooster and the Devil? Um, I came with nothing prepared, but I don't know. I guess I'd just like to shout out that we hung out again this weekend, and that was fun, and it was nice to see you uh, second time in a month, and then I'll see you in one month once again. So I like catching up with you, man. In New York, in New York City, the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, Good that luck, will be man. fun. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'm going to do my best. That's yeah, for sure. Art doesn't think so. Yeah, we've got a bet. We've got a bet. So we'll see how that shakes out. I will, uh, I'm determined to win that bet. And I think I will. Um, at any rate, I would like to just say how much, you know, summer is great, guys. Everybody knows summer's great, especially in Michigan, um, because you, you overcome the, the pain of the winter. But you know what? The pain of the winter has been dampened by the Premier League, and I just can't wait for it to come back. I look forward to what generally is an open hour or two or three for me, which is Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings, sitting down on the couch, maybe making some avocado toast. Tea, uh, coffee? Uh, or a mimosa. I'm drinking coffee. coffee all the time during Premier League games. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, drink some coffee and watch some world-class football Maybe watch a Southampton game. So I just uh, I can't wait for it to come back. I think it's the greatest thing going, and really looking forward to it. Amen. Good night. Word. Good night. Well, I guess that's the end. Never mind. What's up, BJ? Bitch. I hope Cleveland wins three games this year. All right, tell us about uh, Man United. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Don't be such a little bitch.
No. Who's your favorite player? I'm Man United right now. Yeah. Rashford. Why do you like Rashford? Because he's fucking young. He's actually fast, and he's can play the ball over the top and get to it, as opposed to half the other assholes. Lukaku is fucking pissing me off. You don't like Lukaku? No, he's a real piece of shit. I might sell him. How long have you been watching soccer for? About seven years. Seven. Yeah. Did Levi get you involved? Was it a Champions League run? Do you remember? No, he started me on EPL, and he told me that Manu was like the Yankees. So, as a big Yankees fan, I was all in. And I loved soccer. I loved the World Cup more than anything. The World Cup. Do you remember 2010? Was that your first? Did you watch before then? Uh, 2010, I think, was my first, and I got kicked out of a bar when uh, when the Dutch lost. Nice. Devil, 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 devil.